Something bad is going to happen soon. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Doug Zone. Uh, I'm Matt, uh, <laughs> fulfilling <laughs> fulfilling the promise that I made off mic to start this by with, with dark foreshadowing. Uh, Jillian, how are Indeed. you today? Um, it's been an interesting day for me. <laughs> now neither of our lines are there. This is very bizarre. Zengaster's being weird. I'm but seeing the lines now? on my side, so um, let the record show. Hopefully yeah. that's not. A I problem. went to the store because I wanted to make homemade Alfredo sauce, and I didn't have heavy cream. And I got the heavy cream, and I opened it, and the heavy cream was separated, and it ruined my whole day. That does suck. So then, but I had already made the pasta. Oh, okay. So you were just like really. I eat- was like, now I get to eat buttery pasta. Yay! Yeah, man. There's a time and a place for buttery pasta, but if you were expecting full-on Alfredo, that's definitely a downgrade. It is. At least it was the tiny little bowtie pastas, but like the mini ones. Oh, yeah, okay. So like, you didn't truly feel like you had wasted the pasta, because it no. sort of by nature of its existence, it has already been wasted. Mm-hmm. That's, you should Pasta should not be that small, I think. I love it. I love it. I'm a big fan. I Look, I have nothing against it. I just hate its existence and think it is wrongful uh okay <laughs> geez i didn't know you had such strong opinions about small pasta i didn't either but i'm doubling down now uh perfect hmm. let's see uh, the taylor swift discussion is currently popping off in the discord because i made a tweet oh did you wait hang on let's take a look i'm gonna let me find my phone hang on Today's the first day I've like been on Twitter in a while, and we'll get into that soon. Me too. So I decided to tweet something. Yeah, to celebrate it. To celebrate me returning to an evil, evil platform. As you should. It is very funny that Elon Musk has changed nothing about it except for maybe making it so you have to pay to be uh, verified. Yeah. It's crazy how not only is he a bad person, he just is so bad at business too. Uh, Oh, this is a good tweet. I like this. People who think that he's a genius piss me off. Yeah. Yeah, people who think you yeah, I hate them. I hate them. They're all. like, well, he's self-made. And I'm like, no, he's not. Also, speaking of Elon Musk, I and Twitter actually, I have a story that I am not telling on the free episode. Uh so tune into the Patreon episode oh. to hear that. Uh, well, I'm, you're going to leave me waiting today because we're not even recording the Patreon today. I am. Yeah. Just to just wow. to give the people a taste of what it feels like. Uh to wait for a Patreon episode. Well, I guess to give you a taste for that, because the people already know. This is this is what know. it's like. Yeah. Um, the people so. are well aware. Do not worry about the people. No, I, I hate the people. I never worry about them. In As fact, I should. actively plot on their downfall. <laughs> I wake up every day and I go, how can the people have a worse day because of me? How can the people do this me? to me? And then I hit record. Uh, <laughs> but no, on Twitter, though, did you see uh, the... Uh, Agnes Collard is her name. Have you seen her tweet blowing up? Uh, she is the one who tweeted about hiding her, throwing out her children's candy. Oh no! She's the uh, she's the Twitter like you know the classic the the main character of the day as they say. Um, so she's a a moral philosopher at the University of Chicago, uh, which right. Not a good start. So here's what no. she tweeted out. I've been, I spent probably an hour reading through the replies to this. I'm not surprised uh, by this. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Good point. I guess that doesn't really speak so much to the quality of the tweet, more to the quality of Your me as a person. Yeah. But oh well. Uh, okay. So she tweeted this out yesterday at 9.03 a.m. She says, Nine year old, Mama, you didn't throw out the Halloween candy? And then in brackets, background we have a halloween tradition where after the kids go to bed i throw all their candy in the garbage the next morning they are filled with rage close brackets y- yes thank you so much in brackets hugs and kisses already insane and then she goes reader i forgot um so this is psychotic to be clear what's your i've had time to formulate my opinion on this but I'm throwing you into the deep end live. What do you what do you think of what this? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, glad we all share the same I initial like reaction. I feel like that's just promoting the kids eating a bunch of candy the night before and making themselves like sick. Yeah, exactly. That was my line of thought too. I was like, this is bad. This is not good. And I mean like, 
I guess if you wanted to do like a more moderate version, you could be like, yeah, you know, pick you out like pick it. out, yeah, your favorite, and then like the rest of them are I don't know going away or like getting donated to a kids, homeless shelter. I'd stop trick or treating. Yeah, or yeah, that was the other thing is you could also you know not take your kids trick or treating. Like you could just be like, yeah, we're gonna have a candy bar tonight and stay inside. Uh, which is probably what I will do with my children if it is below 40 degrees outside on Halloween. I'll go, nope. That. You're going to enjoy sitting in here with a costume, and we're going to watch The Thing. Um, that is what I also hope to do. It's what do you mean you're me. seven? This is fine. Uh, this is fine. <laughs> sit down. Uh, you killed a dog. Shut up. It's art. I, I, played, I, I put on The Thing at a Halloween party on Monday and thoroughly fucked the vibe. I had uh, misread the room. And right around the scene yeah. that the dog's head split open and it began spraying goo in all directions, I looked it's around so and went, It's so good. Hmm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. To be clear, I and the enlightened inner circle of people who were enjoying it finished the movie the next day. Um, good, good. But I went home in defeat that night. I also had finished writing a paper. So like, it wasn't like the thing bombed and then I was like, well, I'm going home. Fuck you all. But uh, no, it's more just That would have like, been very powerful. It would have been an awesome movie. Oh, you don't like my movie? All right, bye. I'm leaving. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to watch a movie that we enjoy now, Matt. Have a good night. I'm like, I won't. And it's your <laughs> fault. Um, I watched Scream. Okay, good yeah. crowd pleaser movie. Yeah, very reliable. It's it, Yeah, it's a reliably good time. Yeah, slasher enough for the people who like straight slashers. Not slasher enough for the enough people who don't. For people that don't like horror. And it doesn't suck, unlike all the scary movies. Yes, uh, oh my god. I really I don't like those movies. I that I hate almost every comedy movie. Like, I hate things that are straight comedy. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if I hate... Actually, no. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I hate right? pretty much every straight comedy, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, like, I do not enjoy them. Yeah, I'm I have stopped of, watching comedies because I do not enjoy them. Yeah, which... This might be a surprise to the listeners, but our senses of humor are a little weird compared to... Uh, <laughs> Compared to what Hollywood's <laughs> blockbuster comedy movies are. But I also hate parody movies in particular because they're oh, just so yeah. incredibly lazy. Uh, Literally. Like, you know, like a treehouse of horror, that the, sort of thing. Oh. Scream is the only like parody movie that I'm like, okay, yes. There is something I love, which is when cartoons do shot for shot remakes of movies. But like, yeah. that's incredible. I yeah. love that. And it helps that those are like 20 minutes long. So it is just mm -hmm. like... They don't have to spend an hour and a half going like, you know, like the thing that you saw. You remember that, don't you? Well, here it is again. But, I do love comedy cartoons. I just yeah. hate comedy movies. Yeah, the mo yeah, there's some solid comedy TV shows out there. Or I guess there were. All the live yeah, action ones that I'm like, thinking of are gone. But uh, Yeah, but comedy TV is fine. I just Smiling Friends. Shout out to Smiling Friends. Truly. Every comedy movie pisses yeah, me off. There I'm trying to think. I'm sure that there is a comedy movie that I enjoy. But I'm really struggling right now. Yeah. Um, huh. There has <laughs> to be one. There has to be, but... There's just... There's simply no way. I know that I have enjoyed comedy movies before. Yeah, actually, no. All the comedy movies I can think of are like box office bombs, like The Three Amigos. Uh, oh, that movie is... Yeah. It's insane. That movie has its own charm because yeah. it's batshit crazy. Yeah, because just how wild the premise is and also just the just charisma that Steve Martin and Martin Short radiate when they are doing anything on screen together. It's like, I don't care how bad the script is. I can't stay mad at you guys. The but yeah, weird, no. The weird scene where they like cut from the story plot to have like animatronic puppets sing along with them. Yeah, it's wild. It's... A fever trip. And the fact that, because uh, that was um, that was directed by John Landis, of course, who famously killed a child in a helicopter crash when he was filming The Twilight Zone. Um, I don't remember exactly what the joke was, but Chevy Chase made some joke about that uh, <laughs> on set, not realizing that a microphone was on and running nearby. Uh, and it apparently caused an uncomfortable couple days on set for everybody really involved, funny. which is awesome. Uh, I'm not surprised that that set was a little weird. Yeah, I was going to say, there, there's deeply evil vibes radiating from that, like, project. But I love it all the same. I uh, do. That was, like, the first... That is a comedy movie I enjoy. Yeah. Our bad ones. Yeah, like, the weird ones, the crazy ones. But no, I'm trying to think of a normal... Com 
here's what we're going to do. I'm going to look up just comedy movies, and we're just going to give our thoughts on what we what we find. Comedy movies. Let's see. Uh, these are not comedy movies. These no, are all like not. genre films that are just kind of funny. I think that's the other problem is so many movies nowadays are just like action and comedy or like, yeah, I don't know. which is fun. Yeah, which is which I like. I like movies to have a little bit of humor in them. Yeah, I don't need everything to be played completely straight. Yeah, but for instance, the thing, one of the funniest lines in movie history is when the head grows legs and runs away. And when a guy goes like, man, you got to be fucking kidding me. It's like, yeah, dude, that would be my reaction too to watching my friend's head crawl off of his body. Uh, I looked up see. like 100 best comedy movies. Let's see. Airplane? Airplane's fine. Okay, yeah, Airplane's good, to be clear. I, yeah, I like that all of the comedy movies we praised have been made before 1990. Uh, yeah, Life of Brian. All right, yeah. But I mean, Life of Brian isn't even really a movie. It's just sort of a collection of sketches in the same universe. Like, yeah. Hmm. Groundhog Day, I would, I guess that's a comedy. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like it's just, it's too heady to truly feel like it. I'm just imagining, maybe, maybe what the issue here is that we're being a little too, we're being too restrictive. Because when I say I don't like a comedy, I do mean something that doesn't have like weird just insane supernatural elements to it, like Groundhog yeah. Day. Like, I just want a comedy, like, like man, I'm, I'm also just struggling to come up with examples. Because like I said, everything is just, ah, Idiocracy, it, another oh, movie I, I hate. hate that movie. It's terrible. My ex-boyfriend made me watch that movie, big reason why I broke up with him. It is a terrible, terrible movie. It, it physically upset me. Yeah. Birdman, what the fuck are you talking about, Google? I, that is not how I would describe, I would not describe it as just a straight comedy. Like if someone was like, what's a good comedy movie to watch? I wouldn't go like Birdman. Like it's obvious, it's a very dark comedy, but it's also not at all the top of my comedy lists. Uh, I don't Truman mind, Show, I'm not learning a comedy. that like 80s comedies, I hate less. Yeah. Modern comedies, I hate significantly more. Yeah, I hate see. a modern comedy. Anything yeah. made after 2000, I'm significantly angrier at. Yeah, In Bruges is a banger, but another one that I don't know if I'd call it like just a straight comedy. That one's more like a somewhat funny college film. Knives Out is under the Google tag of musical comedy, which is just a powerful combination of things there. Shaun of the Dead, once again, not a straightforward comedy. Yeah. That is a horror comedy. Yeah, horror comedy. And I guess that one's just like just like Airplane. I guess those are both technically parodies because they're sort of a genre parody. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. They're also When I good. say I don't like parody films, I mean like epic movie yeah. and scary movie. Yeah, the ones that are just called movie. <laughs> the ones with movie in the title make me angry. Yeah, and it probably helps it since those like killed parody movies those are the only like ones that we can think of because mm -hmm. they were coming out right around the time that we were both beginning to absorb media and yeah realize that there were more things in this world than like nickelodeon and disney channel mm -hmm. uh let's see 1990s comedies pulp fiction all right another one that i don't know if comedies the i don't first think thing I, would I, would... I don't know if google knows what a comedy is yeah fifth element uh <laughs> all right let's see uh, Dumb and Dumber, ah, a normal comedy movie that I don't you know, like. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I really don't like Elf that much. Really? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, that's my take on it, too. It is charming. Uh, it is a once-a-year movie, you know? I am yeah. perfectly content to watch it once a year, and then I go, well, that's all I needed. Thank you, Will Ferrell. Anything Goodbye. else with Will Ferrell in it, I probably don't like. Yeah, he's very hit or miss. Uh, yeah. He's good in Elf and the Lego movie. Mm. Not sure if there's anything else there. I guess Lego movie is kind of a straightforward comedy. Yeah, but I don't know. It has like I, a cute premise. I guess I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just making an exception for like the kids movies because pretty much every kids movie needs to be somewhat funny just sort of by nature of yeah. appealing to children. Uh, like, you know, they can't all be watership down. Uh Napoleon Dynamite is a movie made after 2000 that is a straightforward comedy that I don't hate. That is, I like Napoleon Dynamite. It is. Yeah. All right, wait, hang on. When was that made? I could have sworn it was 2004? like. 2004? Wow. 
that is wild. That is the most 1998 movie I have ever seen. Uh, it is crazy that the towers had hit the earth by the time that, you know. According to this listicle on Time hmm. Out, it was 2004. I mean, I believe the listicle, to be clear. You know me. I'm, I'm big on journalists. I really, I respect them and I agree with pretty much everything they say. All right, hang on. I'm just going to list you. I so. love the producers. That, that's a good movie. That's a great one. Yeah, like Gene, Gene Wilder, anything he's in, it's going to be a banger. He, has, uh, he radiates charisma. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to read you the list of Oscar winning comedies. Yes. Uh, so we have Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Not seen it. It's, uh, it's, it's not great. I don't love it. It's fine. It's one of those movies where like you see it once, you go like, huh, that was moderately clever. A little weird that they uh, were this dedicated to explaining that some of the Nazis were good in the face of Soviet invasion. But you know what? Whatever. There's a um, lot of movies that have that theme. Yeah. It's like Wonder Woman at the end where they like all take off their masks and you realize that you're like, oh, but they're just children, Nazi yeah, like, children. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I, I guess you understand guess. that doesn't mean that the Nazis were better. It means that they were <laughs> considerably worse, right? They were making children yeah. do this. Yes. But, uh, uh, so anyway, so we have Jojo Rabbit. For all my complaints, it is a comedy. This is followed up with Forrest Gump in 4K, Parasite, okay. Juno. Okay, also Parasite a comedy. Parasite is not a comedy. Parasite is not a comedy. Get Out, which... Not a comedy. Not a comedy. It has funny moments. Not a comedy. Encanto, like I said, kids' movies, I'm just sort of uh, counting. It's, it's yeah. a musical. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Uh, my favorite comedy. My favorite comedy. Then, of course, Pulp Fiction, as stated. Never laughed harder than, than it, while watching Joker. When he blows Robert De Niro's head off. Uh, okay, so Pulp the Fiction. The chuckle that got in the room, let me tell you. <laughs> the Big Short. All right, I guess that one's kind of a comedy. You can, I guess, actually, that one's probably considered a straight comedy, isn't it? I don't know. I hope people enjoy our film talk. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One second. I promise I'll be done listing movies shortly. But every time I think I'm done, I see a new one. Uh, then we have Her, Django Unchained. Comedy, I would argue. I would argue not a comedy. Yeah. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and American I not, Beauty. I would not call any of those comedies, actually. <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is a... Yeah, I think... We just have very different ideas of what constitutes a comedy. It's like the conclusion if there was one to. joke in it, it's a comedy. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh yeah, you know, there's, there's a scene in Dead Poet Society where you laugh. Uh, it's like, well, that pretty famously is like one of it, it's one of Robin Williams's best non-comedic roles. Do you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you done any? Uh, and then we have Jack Nicholson. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, okay. yet another one of Robin Williams' famous non-comedic roles. Yeah. Uh, Green they Book. They just said if if a comedy actor is in it, it's a comedy. Yeah. Uh, that is what they've decided. Oh, it's getting better. Uh, Misery and No Country for Old Men. Uh, huh. Both real chuckle fests, I must I, say. Let me tell uh, you, split my side on those. And now this next one, I will say, speaking of the Coen brothers, this one I could see, Fargo. It's like, all right, that one. Maybe. I, yeah. Like when I watch Fargo now, you, I'm definitely chuckling the whole way through. Like it is pretty dark, but it is pretty funny. So I'll give them I'll give them that one. But I don't know. I think none of these movies are like movies of, that are just comedies. Like except for like, yeah, none of them. Pretty yeah, much. Like I they're all trying any, to do like, something better. Like some, not something better, but comedy. I mean, stuff like Idiocracy and Step Brothers. Yeah. Because that's a movie like where it's dumb like, and dumber. yeah, we're like, we're here to Dog Day Afternoon. That is not a comedy. <laughs> it is just not. There's no way that this could. I just don't understand. All right. Yeah, yeah. like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's a comedy, right? It's a comedy. It's not like a horror film that has a funny scene. Well, un I guess unless you're one of the people in the movie, then it is probably a little terrifying. Tropic Thunder. A comedy. comedy. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Napoleon. Yeah, Dynamite. I'm upset by the yeah. way that they're categorizing comedy. Yeah, because these is other not how I would. Yeah, because the category friendship comedies has plenty of actual comedy movies on there. Uh, so that, that's where I found Tropic Thunder. They have Mean Girls, Napoleon Dynamite, Twenty One Jump Street. These are all comedy movies. Those are comedies. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. 
These are all comedy movies. I don't and I really like. I don't Ventura. like most of them. I must yeah. say. Uh, yeah, this is. Hmm. If there is not one fart joke in it, it's not a comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind <laughs> of comedy movie we're talking about. Uh, actually, yeah, kind of. That kind of is what I'm talking about. Talladega yeah. Nights. See, this is what I mean. A comedy. If there's movie. not somebody like running around in their underwear at one point in the movie, not a comedy I'm talking about. Yeah, if they're not just if they're screaming. not playing the R word for laughs, it's not a comedy I'm talking about. <laughs> that look. Sometimes that can earn you points in my book, just depending not on not an idiocracy. You know, not an idiocracy. No. Yeah. If you're if I the point of your movie is that eugenics that is movie. true, then you're probably a. It's. It was. It's crazy. It is insane. I hate that movie so much. Uh, yeah, the opening so premise is like explains eugenics. It's it's yeah, like the undesirables breed at a faster rate than the desirables, and you go, oh, oh, cool. this is what we're doing. I also Calm like down, that autism speaks. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough, and then their morals basically just like yeah, you know why you know why people like George Bush were elected because you're all fucking idiots. You're like yeah, dude. It's not like he stole an election and then did a terrorist attack or anything. Nope, it was just that America was too dumb. America was dumb. Yep, America was too dumb. And we simply said, well, I guess we all have to vote for George Bush. Surely this won't come down to one single state in which the, uh, the president's brother and the Supreme Court will come together to protect him and allow him to get elected. Nope, it was just that we were all too dumb. I was so upset while watching that movie because there wasn't anything I could grasp onto as like the one good thing because there was no one good thing. Yeah, it's just bad. It looks bad. It sounds bad. There's uh, none of the characters are interesting or acted well. Yeah. And for a movie that thinks that most people are super dumb, it's also an astonishingly stupid movie. Like there's no like clever jokes. No. No. Like the, closest the joke th- is saying the F slur. That yeah. is the joke. Yeah, it's, I don't know, like the closest they come to a clever joke is like they pour Gatorade on the plants so they're all dead because they have electrolytes. You get it? And it's like, all right, cool, cool, I guess. That would be a decent throwaway joke for halfway through a Simpsons episode, I guess. Same thing with like the welcome to Costco, I love you. Like, mm-hmm. funny on its own, in the movie, does not work. It sucks. It's bad. Um, however, returning to the original thing I wanted to discuss. Right. This Sorry. woman's insane tweet. No, no, this was good. We ate up a lot of runtime. I was wondering how long I could stretch out the tweet discussion, and I did not think that we would still be in the opening of it at the 22-minute <laughs> mark, so I'm okay with this. I'm just uh, very mad about somebody making me watch this movie, clearly. No, me too. It sucks. It's bad. Don't watch it. Anyway, Don't watch it. If someone makes you watch it, kill them i would never uh, just throw out my children's candy yeah it's it's a psychotic tweet to be clear or like put the candy away and be like you can have one piece a day yeah there's so many nor that's like what tall, my parents did on my shelf yeah that was what my parents Hide did it. was we would know. like you know in you know the first two weeks of november as we're all burning through our candy stashes you know it was our house we were a little gung-ho with candy right it was like you know you get like one little dessert after dinner Mm-hmm. every night i know some people where it was only a sunday thing no nah, we had it seven days a week and you know what in the weeks after halloween you'd have like two or three little desserts after dinner because they're like we don't want all this candy yeah. eat it slightly faster she's stupid unless <laughs> unless you said that she was a philosophy person yeah yes what if she's trying to teach her children that you toil away trick-or-treating your entire night away, you spend all this time working, and what does the man do? Throw it in the garbage. I really wish that that's what she was trying to do. <laughs> Unfortunately, she is not a Marxist. Uh, also, <laughs> powerful way to teach your children that lesson is going like, yeah, I'm the bourgeoisie. You should yeah, hate them. Right. Uh, but, um, but the comments were wild because there were maybe two people who I think responded to this like normal people, uh, which is to say going like, well, you probably shouldn't be doing that. That's a little crazy. Uh, one of my favorites is someone tweet like replied. I don't remember the exact wording, but he was like, uh, you know that the expression like taking candy from a baby isn't like a good thing. Like you're not supposed to actually take <laughs> candy from babies. Uh, I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, and every other comment was them going like, 
you are literally abusing your children. Oh my god. And it's like, well, I don't think that's the case. There was uh, there was a dentist in my hometown that like for every like half pound of candy you turned in, you got like five dollars or something. All right. That was pretty cool. Like I think that that they had it down, or you got like prizes from their little prize shop for like how much candy you turned in. Yeah, that's a banger. Yeah, good ideas. Not throwing away your children's candy in the middle of the night, which is not child abuse, though. Yeah. That's just like a mean thing. Yeah, it's just, it's very it's weird. It's mean and weird. Yeah, it's mean and weird. But like, the problem is that you get, like, you get people who reply, such as, uh, someone replied and said, why let them collect the candy at all in the first place then? Yeah, which is a good question. However, the top two replies to that are, because she's an abusive parent who gets off on cruelty. And, uh, the one underneath that is, uh, cowardice mostly you don't get to be the oops i closed the tweet hang on let's scroll back and find it uh but that's like the energy of all of them yeah is them going like you're gonna die alone you're a bad person you're a bad mom i hope like the number of people who posted like the the jeanette mccurdy i'm glad my mom died memoir like this is gonna be your children it's like look she's not being a great mom i'm not gonna pretend that she is however it is wild to uh to pretend that like this tweet is a uh, like indicative of behavior that will cause her children to like actively hate her. Like there's so many things like you're one of them was like my mom did the same thing. She canceled Halloween one day. She was surprised when I canceled Thanksgiving forever. And it's like what? Are you telling me that the only reason you cut off all contact with your mother was because she didn't let you go trick-or-treating like, as a child? that can't be the only thing. Exactly. Like, And you know what? If you want to say like this is indicative of a wider pattern, sure, sure. I think your sample size is a little dubious, but do whatever. But it's crazy that there were people pretending that her children or that they were like driven to cut off contact with their parents only because they couldn't go trick-or-treating or because they couldn't keep their candy for Halloween. Um, another person said that she was going to give her children eating disorders by doing this, which is a dubious uh, claim. Another one yeah. of the ones where I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that. Hmm. Like, you know, once again, it could, in some contexts, I guess, be indicative of a household with very unhealthy approaches towards candy. But also, Halloween is just objectively a very unhealthy holiday. So it's not like... It, you're it's being... unhealthy, and I love it. Yeah, to be clear, it rocks. The fun thing about Halloween is that it's so unhealthy that you can only do it once a year. But uh, I think getting rid of all your child's candy is probably not going to give them an eating disorder unless you're doing yeah. this constantly. Unless you're taking away their candy and going, this is because you're fat. Yeah. Like, because even going like, this is unhealthy, you shouldn't eat a lot of this. Like, again, my parents told that to me while I yeah. was eating my candy. But they also went, but it's fine because it's once a year. So much more normal. Shout out to my parents. Uh, but it's, I don't know, so many people, emotional abuse is so cool. It's awesome that your kids will hate you and abandon you in your old age. Oh my God. Right underneath that, you're a terrible person and have no idea how to build character in your children because you have none of your own. Which is also just poorly phrased. Uh, yeah, that is dangling participle there sounds like (laughs) you have no no children children. um the antecedent was not correct yeah let's see uh anyway this video that you sent me wait sorry one more uh just because the people who agree with her are even more insane i'm Uh, sure but no one is crazier than the people replying to the people agreeing with her and here's my example so she tweets out the thing Someone else responds, I like this tradition and wish I had the strength to implement it. Wild. Insane. And then someone replies, no one is forcing you to go on the internet and say, I wish I could bring myself to emotionally abuse my kids. It's like, all right, dude. Oh, and this person is followed by 10 people that I follow on Twitter. This guy, this is a powerful mind. I love it when I see a stupid tweet and they're followed by like 17 people I know. You're like, oh God. I'm just going to message them all like, Look at this follower. Look at this guy you follow. You're pathetic. Uh, sorry, please continue with uh, your discussion of this video, and it's just evil energies. Yes, okay. 
So the so the first thing is you sent it to me because the thumbnail. Uh, let me say it, this is Surf Ninjas Nostalgia Critic Season One Episode Twenty Five released look it originally up. on September nineteenth, two thousand eight. Just look up the picture. You don't need to watch it. Just look at the thumbnail. Yeah, just look at the thumbnail. And then skip. You to don't the end. need to watch it. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Um. So he takes an approach to this that is the least clever approach and something that we we definitely could have done you know as as groundbreaking um which is he pretends he likes a thing he hates hilarious and he screams about how much he likes the thing that that he hates just um i have a comment to back this up which is i've always loved this review because the sarcasm and the sass critic views it's incredible how sarcastic he can be I just want to say that sarcasm is one of the easiest forms of comedy that exist entirely. Uh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that um, just happened. It's like you take the thing and if we've done this. Obviously, we've done this. You take the thing and then you say the opposite of the thing. And it's different when we do it because the joke is how lazy we're being. Yeah. Which We're actually, I hate that that is which, kind of true. Actually, that is what makes it is, different. It's transformative. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but that is the joke. The entire thirteen minutes, or the first, let's say the first. Yeah, you 12 say the minutes. entire twelve minutes because it takes a turn first, towards the end. First twelve minutes is him being like, "This movie is genius," and then he wakes, and then it cuts to him muttering about surf ninjas. Somebody's pressing like a damp cloth to his forehead, being and, like, "Wake up!" And please suddenly, wake it's up. a Wizard of Oz joke. Yeah, so he he wakes up, and he goes, "What? What happened?" He was like, "I thought this movie that I hated was great," and they're like, "Well, how was it actually?" And he was like, "Terrible!" And he screams about how much he hates it. He hates it, you know, nostalgia. just to shake things up. <laughs> uh, really turning the tides. Uh, and then he goes, "Well, what what happened?" And Rob Walker says, I shot you in the head. Well, first they just tell him that he was shot in the head. And he goes, oh, okay. And then there's a flashback to him complaining about something. And then he gets shot in the head. And he says, wait, how did that happen? And Rob goes, oh, it was me. I shot you. No explanation. No he doesn't explanation say it was it. an accident. In fact, I'm fairly confident it wasn't. Because he hit him dead center. And what I told Matt before this is this is so indicative of their future, <laughs> where Rob Walker cocked a gun and held it to the nostalgia critic's head and went, <laughs> "Yeah, now make a company. We're becoming evil now. Uh, <laughs> Doug's just complaining about a movie. He's having a grand old time. Rob Walker shows up and commits a murder. Classic Rob. Classic uh, Rob. How many times has he done this, you know? I'm going to put it out. Uh, and just say, I can back this up with evidence. Dozens. Uh, I love the idea, though, of a bit character that just walks in and shoots someone in the head and then walks out of frame. <laughs> yes. Okay. That I like that. <laughs> That's powerful. Yeah. Like a, like in the background of Friends or something. Yeah. I was going to say, like, there's just like a character named like the Reaper. And he's just a man <laughs> who wears all black and we shows up. We all remember the just... Reaper from Friends. Yeah. It's like the, uh, what's the name of the fake Simpsons character that everybody's pretending was real? Do you know what I'm oh, talking about? Yes. Um, I do not know his the name, name? Uh, There I are no astonishingly well-put-together deep fakes of him online, which I love that there's people out there who spend their time doing that. It's almost as much of a waste of time as watching and then discussing nostalgia critic videos. But, uh, yeah, no. I You know, the Friends character, the Reaper, who had every... <laughs> it's why they switched to canned laughter, actually. They used to have live audiences, and then, you know, at the end of the show, someone would be shot in the back of the head, as is the case. Uh, and then eventually, you know, the woke liberals over there, those SJWs, started complaining, so we had to switch to canned laughter. Uh, um, I do want to point out something very funny somebody said in the Discord, which is they referred to things like uh, Carly Rae Jepsen and Marina and the Diamonds as BPD pop. That is not true. Carly Rae Jepsen is distinctly not BPD pop. Marina uh, and the Diamonds is. Yeah, Marina and the Diamonds absolutely is. Um, one second. Oh, we're just listing. Why are we just listing names? What is the, What prompted this? John Lennon. 
twice. Charles Manson, Lil Nas X, Carly Rae Jepsen, to which someone has responded with my emoji. <laughs> Don't like that. Um, but it is There's true. I'm going to respond to so much going on. In- what is happening? I don't know what happened in our Discord since we started recording. Celebrity musicians and their bad traits reflected in their fans. Wait, but and this is not even me joking. Genuinely, what is the what is the bad trait that all Carly Rae Jepsen's fans have? They're just a little I, annoying on the internet, but so know. are all other fans. It, uh, being a fan of anything is annoying. Yeah, you need to accept that, and that's okay. Yeah, no, but the nice thing about Carly Rae Jepsen is that her music isn't like. You were so toxic to me. It's like, ooh, I saw a cute boy. I have a crush. You're like, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, or as, like, you know, oh, that's fun. Taylor Swift songs are now like, this is about generational trauma. You're like, no, it isn't. Why is everything about generational trauma? Genuinely, on my more paranoid nights, I do wonder. Like, it is weird that like every single company that is like trying so hard to foster parasocial relationships is like, I know your mother didn't love you, but you will always have Encanto. It's like, well... All right, I guess. Sure. I will gladly listen to We Don't Talk About Bruno, but that will not replace the loving embrace of a human yeah. being at the end of the day. <laughs> that I will mean, not impri- replace human intimacy. Yeah. You know, I enjoy a nice harmony as much as anyone else, but I do also need love. Uh, and Disney goes, no, you don't. <laughs> Just come to Disney World. You'll understand. Uh, don't you want to see Mickey wave at you? Uh, hmm. Jesus the Christ. Discord is being Why so... are there so many messages in the Discord? I need you all. Squid is going to become a Phoebe Bridgers stand. Squid, I am begging you to not. Um, yeah, that's rough. That's music's good. Phoebe Bridgers is equal and opposite to Girl in Red. Yes, yeah. She, she's straight Girl in Red. No, uh, a lot of lesbians like Phoebe Bridgers, too. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, hmm, good point. Damn. No, straight version of Girl in Red is The weekend. I stay on this. Ooh. Actually, no, I don't need to ask you for clarification. I agree, actually. <laughs> Good. I, it took me maybe five seconds to think about it, and I'm like, ooh, actually, yeah. Man. Yeah. How cool is being sexist in your music? Uh, so cool. He's so cool. Uh, he's nothing like me for real, because I love and respect women, unlike him. Um, he's just like me for real. <laughs> Uh, it is crazy how every character in the thing has a moment where I'm like, Dan, this guy, me, like, you know, <laughs> everything that McCready does, obviously, like walking into a building, threatening to light a bomb and explode if they don't let you in. That does feel like a, you know, if the Pennsylvania arc kept going for maybe another week, I'm pretty sure we would have reached <laughs> that point. Yeah. Uh, there's, I have somehow grown a beard and it's covered in frost, even though it's like 52 degrees outside. Um, <laughs> whole camp goes up <laughs> and then you know the doctor eating a can of beans as a noose sits ominously in the foreground get, they're all me for, me for real they're all me um what a great movie. Uh, so whenever i got diagnosed with autism my parents tried to like make a list of like famous autistic people to prove to me that everything was gonna be okay right it's a very not autistic Strangely, way to respond to that Strangely, uh, they did not do the same with bipolar disorder. <laughs> and you might be thinking, no, why didn't they do this? <laughs> so the answer is, they're all evil or have killed themselves. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, well, there's plenty of them. Like Van Gogh and, wait, no, no, hang on. Um, hmm. uh, Nick Drake, no, no. Uh, let's see, famous bipolar people. <laughs> let's see how many of these people are. Uh, Carrie Fisher, famously, uh, did not do a lot of drugs. Yeah, she didn't have any problems. Mariah Carey, there we go, I have one. All right. Mel Gibson. Ooh. <laughs> Demi Lovato, Russell Brands. We're on fire thus Kurt far. Kurt Cobain. Yeah, once again, another person, no problems. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Ernest Hemingway. Oh, okay. Well, it's... Wait, he was bipolar? Really? Apparently. I figured he just had depression. The more you know. It's just a lot of people that have shot themselves. Yeah, I was going to say. I will not lie. Hmm. Much to consider. I'm literally like Kurt Cobain for real. (laughs) This guy, me for real. I'm like, wait, why? There's no reason. Kurt Cobain, Kanye, and Gabby Hanna. Perfect. Yes. 
And frankly, what more do you need? That's the bipolar holy trinity. Yeah, I was going to say, the dark triad. (laughs) (laughs) Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Don't know which is which, but... Um, hmm. Kanye's father, I think. Cobain's son, and then... Gabby Hanna's the Holy Spirit? Well, she's definitely not the father or the son. Mm. You might not be on. I like now. I'm imagining just like were you on TikTok whenever she like let a random man into her home and he lived there for like four days? No, she just did the BoJack Horseman thing. Yeah, she did the BoJack Horseman. Damn, was that guy as cool as Todd Chavez, or was she? uh, No, he he was like a clout chaser who was uh, uh, like filming videos and doing shit. Wow, man. I don't know. I feel like if I was able to like get access to a celebrity's home, I would probably literally just vibe, like. I, it's I would never do you're something offline, so. But you're talking. Hmm. Okay. I'm just gonna hope this works out. Yeah, we're gonna hope this works out. We're gonna let cool. it ride. In the very least, we have 30 minutes of really good radio, which is just us saying the names of movies and going like, "Yeah, all right, that one's fine." Uh, yeah, it's us making a very broad statement and then proving ourselves wrong. <laughs> it's yeah. I can't believe that we liked some comedy movies. <laughs> Damn. We really had we really had to walk that statement back. Yeah, uh, we really did. Uh, in the Why very do least, people oh, listen to this. I don't know. <laughs> I'll probably download my audio and send it to you just to be safe. But uh, okay. regardless, yeah, <laughs> man, we're hitting on all the Doug's own classics. We're reading a list. I'm complaining about something on Twitter. We're actively discussing the audio slash uploading process as mm-hmm. we're recording. Uh, just. All the things that presumably the fans love. They have to, or else they wouldn't be listening to this. I love this review. You're ironic through the whole video, and I just love irony. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) I I love irony. I hope that that's an ironic comment. (laughs) If it is, it's pretty funny. Right underneath that, this review is, and then in all caps, genius! Hey, it's like the joke. Uh, once and again, another that's thing where it's like, if that was, more. if that's ironic, that's actually pretty funny. Uh, hmm. Like all the people going like, his sarcasm is hilarious. I'm like, are you doing something or? Yeah, you know, it requires a really subtle sense of humor to scream genius anytime you point out something bad happening in a movie. Genius. I should have done that while being forced to watch Idiocracy. Yes. Just um, the whole time being like, Genius genius it's like have you seen uh i don't remember if i've brought this up before have you seen garth Marenghi's dark place no okay that show unironically is genius uh it's a it's like a fake show within the world of garth Marenghi's dark place the show exists the show garth Marenghi's dark place which was like an 80s horror show written by the titular garth Marenghi, who's this like idiot ending this idiotic and narcissistic author who thinks he's a genius and it's great because they include like footage of the unaired episodes and then interviews with members of the cast and it's just spectacular every single line in it is iconic um i'm watching through it with my friends right now there's only like six episodes they're all great uh and you know the first episode i said like garth Marenghi is the greatest author on earth we're on episode four now and now there is no irony when i say this man is the greatest author to ever live (laughs) (laughs) anytime he says something it's great in one of the interviews he mentions he's like i've never had a son i had four daughters and while i don't necessarily blame them i've never felt like they're on my side uh and that's the the energy of garth Marenghi in a nutshell one time my band director looked at uh one of my friends who was in band and went you're like the son i never had which was concerning because he has three sons yes yes <laughs> he's like you're like the good one <laughs> come home with me son four and like what? and this this son four highest shit in band being like thank you sir <laughs> i appreciate i will wear this badge of honor for all my life <laughs> that man was crazy shout out to every band director that has ever lived because i think they're all insane yeah they're all I had wild one though. kind of sane one and we built like a shrine to him <laughs> i had my middle school band director was crazy, but in the way that I think you have to be if you want to be like a good middle school teacher, where like mm-hmm. he was just very chaotic, but in a right. clearly controlled and very like well thought out way. Where you're like, damn, Mr. Pratt rocks. This guy's great. We spent five minutes playing our instruments today, but no one committed any crimes. 
and then my freshman year of high school, my band director, once again, great guy. We did spend almost every single class just talking about different Twilight episodes, the Twilight Zone episodes that he liked, though. So, yeah, well, we got to get I had him the on band the director zone. who was she was hardcore. Have I seen her cry? Yes, multiple times. You know what else I saw her do, though? Slam her hand in a door, finish conducting the concert while her hand was bleeding, and then go backstage and, like, talk to the parents for 10 minutes while her hand was gushing blood. That is so awesome. She should probably have not done that, but respect No, it regardless. was crazy, but, like, insane. respect. But, yeah, no, huge respect. That, that rocks. And then the, the band director that made her cry, because they were, like, eight band directors at my high school because there were 800 students in bands. It's too many students. Um, too many. Too many. Too Just, big of a band. You got to put a couple of them in. You need to, what you do, you take 16 buses, 50 students each. Unbeknownst to the students and the drivers of the buses, you mark eight of them. Those buses are driven off cliffs. Then you're done. Well, the problem oh. is, is that most people rode with their sections. So they would just uh, be like, no more tubas. Yeah, no more flutes. The flutes are all gone. Yeah, make um, four buses full of clarinet players drive off the cliff, and yet there's still 18 clarinet players. That, um, um, <laughs> there was another band director who, when you did something wrong, he'd make eye contact with you and then walk in a straight line towards you no matter what was in his way, <laughs> <laughs> including chairs, people, little like music stands. It did not matter. Oh, my band director, Mr. X from the Resident Evil games. It like. was crazy. <laughs> He was an insane person. Yeah, that's wild. Um, he also, like, mimicked calling his wife, like, in front of all of us. Like... It was very weird. For what purpose? Was this, like, a recurring bit, or did it just happen, like, once? It happened once. He had hmm. a lot of recurring bits that weren't funny. Oh, one thing he said to us was he was like, y'all are, like, the Kool-Aid, and the rest of the band is the water. They make you wet. Hmm, that's, that's probably not the metaphor I would have gone for. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate that. I hated it too. Little freshman me. I was like, what the Y'all are the like fuck? the Kool-Aid and the rest of the band is the cyanide. Together you can truly become memorable. Uh but <laughs> Together you can change the world. Before anybody messages me, yes, I know it was flavorite. And yes, I know that this was done by the CIA. You don't need yes. to tell me. Um, we already know. Idiots. Um, I was in the car riding with somebody yesterday and they were like, have you heard of this conspiracy theory? And immediately I was on board and then it was something lame. And then I was like, oh, I thought when you said, have you heard of this conspiracy theory? You were going to talk about the CIA. And she was like, why would you think that? I was like, all right, cool. What was the conspiracy theory? Was it just like. It was like about the world being like bigger than it actually is but the elite are telling us it's small yeah like that's that's what i hate is you know there's Surface so many people level. yeah there's so many Surface. people who are like oh yeah matt's into conspiracy theories and then like someone goes like oh really like have you heard the one where it's like what the if oxygen's addictive and we just like die because we're going through withdrawals and so like, well, that's what is the conspiracy there yeah that that's just damn wouldn't that be fucked and it's like yeah it would i guess like but like, also <laughs> a good conspiracy shouldn't start with wouldn't it be crazy if yeah no like, it should no. be like no i want you to wholeheartedly believe it on this day these people did that that is a conspiracy yes, yes because you know someone was conspiring yeah uh, people i feel like have forgotten the origins of conspiracy yeah and i mean that's like the the you know the ontological op that has been launched right is that they can now mm-hmm. conspiracy theory just means crazy thing that isn't true uh, yeah, and so you're like, which, yeah, I know that my favorite conspiracy theory is that there's no water. They're all just telling us that we're drinking water and we're imagining it. And you're like, what are you what talking about? I'm like, yeah, dude, isn't that wild? And it's like, yeah, now, who that I is wild. Are the truth seekers? There we They're go. They're big fans of people who, because a conspiracy theorist will never call themselves a conspiracy oh, no. theorist. Yeah, they're truth seekers. Yeah, or Doug Walker podcasters. Like we mm. we go by many <laughs> names, but <laughs> we go by many monikers, but. Our mission is all the same. Yeah. Like Freemasons, we have like secret code words and handshakes that we give each mm-hmm. other to like let each yeah. other know. Um, like 
my friend's aunt growing up believed in reptilians like wholeheartedly. Oh, yes. Fucking ruled. She yes. was the best. Reptilians people are my favorite because those people like that genuine that is a conspiracy theory. And yeah. it just also happens to be crazy and untrue, but not because it's a conspiracy theory. It's because it's it's crazy and untrue. Uh but you know, we need more reptilian believers out there, we I think. We do need more reptilian Anything believers. Anything that makes people distrust the royal family, I'm on board. Anything that makes people distrust the elite, I am on board. Yep. We should just I think just to be safe, the thing style, we should do a mm -hmm. test on all of the world's elite. Yes. To see if they're really reptilians. I say like mm -hmm. we'd lock them in a room for 24 hours and drop the temperature to like negative 30. Uh, this is very witch hunt-esque. We're like, if they survive, we kill them. Yeah, if they survive, they're lizards. And if they die, oh, well, you know, we know they weren't lizards. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying. They were make they. It's not that they didn't do anything wrong in the witch trials, but they did have some decent ideas. Uh, namely, talking, that witchcraft is bad and you shouldn't be doing it. I was talking to one person uh, where I used to work, and he he was like, "We should kill Bill Gates," and I was like, "I am on board." What? And he's like, "And his family," and I was like, "Jesus!" Like, All right. <laughs> did he give a reason for including his family? No. All right. Okay. I was just like, you had me in the first half. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I'll admit, uh, it was probably. I can't. I can't. I don't shed many tears for the Romanovs, uh, but also I don't think if I were to be in charge of a revolution today, my rallying cry would be children. like, "Then the women and children." It would probably be like, "Well, let's focus on the real movers and shakers first. And we'll I did for a bit, whenever I was extremely manic, convince my mom that it was a really good idea that we should behead uh, Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and then just redistribute all their wealth. Look, and it, she, it's a statement piece. And she was like, they should just put you in charge. And I was like, they should put me in charge. Oh, God, dude, how? I just, let me be clear. Manic Jillian is a flag that I will gladly march into <laughs> battle under. Um, Every, oh, God. It's <laughs> like- me being medicated is an overall good thing, but I think I'm less funny now. Yeah, sometimes you look back on it and you're like, damn, I do miss it though. <laughs> I do miss it. It's like it's like a drug. It's like yeah. you're it's like you're high, but for like three weeks in a row and you get so much stuff. And you never know if you're gonna be high on meth or heroin, but one of them's gonna it hit you. It might be bath salts, but <laughs> you might tear your own face off. Uh. Or see the bugs. But you also might write a memoir that makes no sense, and then you delete it all later. Well, you know what? You <laughs> you gotta roll the dice. This is the you price you have to pay. Um, you might make some weird art and then uh, post too much on social media. Look, that's fine. We all, I do that, and I'm not manic. So, you know, well. we've just, <laughs> no, hang on now. You've... <laughs> Frankly, you have done a very good job of convincing me I have autism. I cannot let you convince me I have something else. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm the bipolar one, unfortunately. Yeah, now this you've is got, a cross I'm willing to bear. Yeah, it, every good podcaster duo has one. Yeah, the bipolar one and the schizophrenic. Um, yeah, <laughs> what was that noise? Uh, but uh, no, I. Hmm, what was I going to say? I was leading into no. I was leading into the story that will be told on the Patreon, and so I am not Ooh. leading into it. Okay. I'll give you a preview off mic, though, so you don't have to okay. just spend the next couple days. Being going, like, I'm worried about Matt. Is Matt okay? Yeah, going like, wow, this is the first time Matt has decided he probably shouldn't say something being recorded. It must be bad. Uh, and listeners, it is, but you'll have to pay to find out what. I'm sorry, volunteerist libertarian raps? Yeah, dude. I should stop reading the Discord oh, while dude, we're recording, sorry, I but I probably Jesus. shouldn't be sending messages into the Discord while we're recording either, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes the Discord goes so crazy that you gotta. And it's only when we're recording. Like, the Discord like is know. very chill. Like, you know, we get like a couple messages an hour, maybe yeah. sometimes a conversation. And then every now and then it just explodes. And it's always while I'm doing something and I can't mm -hmm. read it. Mm -hmm. So then I come back 
and there's 193 messages in the autism test zone. And I go, what the fuck happened here? Or I in guess the I'll Marxist never theory know. zone, and you're like, I'm just going to ignore that. Yeah, the Marxist theory if zone. You're me at least. Yeah, I look at the. If I, I see the, a bunch of messages, I read the first one, and then I mark as read. Yeah, I look at the bottom message, and I go, I agree with Marty, and then I I mark the channel as read, and I carry on, because <laughs> uh, I probably do agree with Marty. Shout out to Marty. Uh, Shout out. But yeah. Oh, final note about the uh, the lady who steals her children's Halloween candy. By the way. Yes, please. Wait, hang on. I want to make sure I didn't fuck up this story. Apparently, there was a Reddit thread going around about her and her behavior on campus. And let me tell you, you cannot be tweeting these sorts of things if you uh, don't want Reddit posts to blow up. Hang on. Let's see. Ooh, I didn't find the Reddit thing. I did find an old tweet of hers. She says, I liked this a lot. Superhero movies are not compelling as portrayals of virtue but I found this to be a compelling portrait of weakness and despair and how an unsatisfiable craving for recognition could generate a lust for mayhem. Also, it captured about? the dark side, in parentheses, the cruelty of humor. That is about Joker. Banger. Wow. Incredible review. Uh, wow. <laughs> Hate to walk back on my hatred of her. Where is but... it? Uh, someone briefly vandalized her Wikipedia page. I got a screenshot of that. That was great. But no, so she apparently... Uh, was on, let's see, uh, someone says, the philosopher bragging about throwing away her kids' Halloween candy uh, was on a political philosophy hiring committee and told me she was bored with work on economic justice because no one ever considered Jesus saying, quote, the poor will always be with you. Which is a powerful take. Um, I am trying to find it. There was a Reddit thread about how she uh, apparently <laughs> uh, broke up with her husband to start dating a grad student of hers which is not just bad, it is also just explicitly against the rules Yeah, wow. every university ever. Um, and apparently also took both her husband and her children, her three children, with her to a conference in which she gave a speech on love uh, and said to a full audience that included her husband, I first felt love three months ago. Uh, and then looked directly at the grad student, which I want to say that I have heard that these conferences go absolutely crazy. And there is a couple reasons why. One, there is an open bar at almost every one of these conferences. Yes. Two, everyone there is crazy and thinks they're the smartest person in the room. Yep. Yeah, no, so I've been to, I, I didn't actually go, this was over uh, 2020, but I virtually attended one of the conferences, um, and they can be very normal. It really just depends on the speaker. Uh, sometimes you get the person that Sam Hyde was pretending to be, and sometimes you get a very interesting discussion on something. Um, but yeah, the problem is that a lot the of them are just wild have an open out. bar, which yeah. is... And some speakers, some speakers just like, you know, for fun, will say like open by saying something really controversial, right? Like there was one who, uh, there's one speaker who really apparently was like his thing was he really liked asking, uh, the audience why it should be, why it was immoral to fuck a chicken. Um, which like (laughs) clearly not something he actually believed, at least I hope, but very funny to say, and you know, a good way to get us thinking like, Hmm, why is that something that we don't like? Uh, you don't have to think about that long. Like I know I don't I like hope. it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he's, you're saying something to be controversial. That's very different from if he walked up there with his wife in the audience and also one of his students and said, I first fell in love three months ago. Uh, and then pointed at that student and gave him a little like. Yeah, you, you can't be negging your husband while you're on stage at a conference Imagine that you were invited to. Imagine your husband on stage. Yeah, psychotic behavior. Insane. Crazy. Um, anyway. My point is, this is what happens if you study Greek philosophy. You're going to become like you're going to become a person like her. You're going to steal your children's Halloween candy and cheat on your husband, and it makes you a bad person. Uh, and that's why you shouldn't study Plato, in my opinion. Okay. Well, fuck. Plato. Are we going to bring this one in for a landing? Or? Yeah, sorry, I was going to keep complaining about Plato, but I think we'll <laughs> we'll save that for another time. I think um, uh, probably that's yeah. probably a good idea. All right, I'm going to take a moment. And think about the words that I'm supposed to say for the outro. So that way I don't follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Doug's or at Doug's own cast. Sorry, my brain isn't working on Patreon and TikTok at the Doug's own. 
If you subscribe to our Patreon for only $3 a month, you get an extra episode every single week. And we don't pretend to talk about Doug. <laughs> we drop the premise entirely. It's talk just about us. literally anything else. It's great. It's wonderful. It's so It's freeing. arguably the best hour of my week. Yeah, it's awesome. Because <laughs> I don't have to, I don't even have to, I don't even have to plug the fact that I pretend to talk about Doug, which I do. No. Every other moment of my life, I'm telling people about the Doug Zone. <laughs> As you should be. As I should be. Rolling okay. down the window. What seems to be the problem here, officer? Is it that there's not enough comedy podcasting in your life? All right, so skip the episode right before we have Daniel Cabral on. You might not <laughs> like that one. All the other ones, though? Um, Pretty good. <laughs> all right, right. Sorry. It's the outro. <sighs> okay, I can do this. XOXO. Gossip Doug. I did it.